Welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Eichhorn, Jordan Flegel, and we're uh, we're bringing the takes that hit harder than Will Smith slapping the <laughs> shit right out of Chris Rock. Uh, Jordan, uh, how was your Oscar Sunday, man? I mean, uh, I, I I don't watch them. I never have. I know you're a little bit more into uh, films and uh, you know the yes. the upper class. You're a studious guy. That's uh, you right. Know, uh, but but uh, you know, did you did you enjoy any of the Oscars? Did you watch any of it? Oh yeah, I watch start to finish every year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck no, no, I wasn't watching. I was. Uh, Hanging out on the couch. I was watching some basketball, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I saw the notification. I thought it was going to be... Like, I saw Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. I was like, okay, that's like a scripted like part of the thing that maybe people found funny. But uh, Annie then found it and started saying, like, oh, no, he's actually yelling at him. And then I just spent the, the rest of the night scrolling through Twitter, yeah. listening to people's, you know, hot, hot takes uh, immediately after the fact. But one of the craziest things I've seen on on tv in general that was insane well do you think that it was a work or a shoot then you spent your time (laughs) investigating because when i first saw the same thing i assumed the same but then when he sits down he starts going keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth i was like okay okay now now things are going crazy i I also thought they were split up by now Uh, yeah well that's the other thing that's uh i think maybe will smith was tired of all the uh the jokes about uh that whole situation too because i think something happened earlier in the night where they he got invited up on stage as a joke with other like quote single guys uh (laughs) as like a dig at his whole situation but uh i don't know man i mean people are gonna uh, we're like people are gonna have their own like takes or whatever i was i saw every single one under the sun like on twitter yesterday but uh like you you shouldn't you can't go and smack someone like on live TV, really. Like, no, I, I don't yeah. think uh, no matter. There's almost no justification to do it. I know Chris Rock made a joke in really bad taste about, you know, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith and, and a condition that she has. Whether or not he knew that, I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, uh, you can't. The end product is not uh, acceptable to go and slap someone. Um, well, it's also Chris Rock. Like yeah, I mean, and he's a comedian and it's the Oscars. Yeah. You should expect to get teased. That's what happened every year. So I. Yeah. I was not, uh, not I, I'm on team Chris here if you force me to pick one, uh, to be honest. Well, again, well, the way the way that I found out, uh, I again, I was just sitting around, you know, doing the doing the do doing the usual, uh, you know, game game here, uh, basketball game here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through Twitter and uh, I see Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, he was yeah. really hurt. Yeah, he, he was, was really he was, hurt about it. <laughs> that was how that was how I found out. I yeah. was like, "What?" I was like trying to. I was like, "What are you talking about, Stephen A?" Uh, and then I, I click on it, and somebody, of course, sends the the actual video of the slap. And yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, what the hell is going on? This is so weird." And all the people in the crowd were like laughing at first. Yeah, and then but, when he starts yelling oh, at him, ye- then that, oh, he's, he yells. Like, uh, he he yells with some uh, some power, especially that second oh, yeah. one. Oh my god, I would I would have been I would have. I would have had to cover my face the rest of that Oscars. That would have been the most awkward thing to actually yeah, yeah, experience yeah. that. But uh, yeah, craziness, craziness. Oscar Sunday. Maybe that's they needed that for the ratings. Uh, you know, the Honestly, ratings were yeah. uh, taking a bit of a dip apparently. So, well, man, I well, saw then. I saw some of the movies that got nominated for like the best picture. There's always ones that I've never even heard of, and I know that those are supposed to be like the artsy ones and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, what was the movie that got nominated? And I'm like, how? The- oh. Well, they get like they normally like don't look up. I know like, respect respect was, to, to my uncle like, who worked yeah. on that film, but I I actually haven't even seen it yet, so I can't. But nothing's compelled me to see it. Uh, maybe that says no. something in itself. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't think it should have been 
been up uh, for any nomination. No, the, there was one other one. I don't know. They, they should have had Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, oh, hell yeah. Know, but that, yeah, that should have been nominated. I, I don't know when that came out. Probably more than two years ago. I don't <laughs> Doesn't care. Matter. Retroactively. Doesn't let's, matter. Get, let's get it in there. It should be nominated. Uh, but everybody, welcome to Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, a ton of great games on uh, Sunday in the NBA. And we're going to kick this one off with, uh, of course, uh, our favorite teams to uh, to shit on. Uh, the Los Angeles Lakers and the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers are just in midseason form. They're ready for the uh, the play in if they even get there, uh, which we'll you know we'll talk to about a little bit here. Um, you know they looked good. LeBron was just banging home every single three. He was drilling them from wherever. It was back of the rim and in every time. Uh, and then you know twenty plus point lead goes down to a three point deficit very very quickly. Yeah. Uh, CJ McCollum and uh, you know shout out to former Big Dog of the Month uh, Jonas Valanciunas who uh, you know really exposed the Lakers for the biggest weakness, not having any of those big bodies inside in the paint. Uh, the Pelicans end up walking away with the win in this one and, you know, p- a potential play-in p- preview for us. And, uh, you know, I kind of, uh, we-, we mentioned it before that Westbrook had already mentioned that this is kind of a, a do-or-die game. And yeah. It's like, well, man, if that's how you play in a do-or-die game, <laughs> this isn't uh, this isn't going to go your way because you know the the twenty point the twenty point comeback is just going to galvanize those guys even more. Yeah. It was uh, Brandon Ingram's first game back in yep. ten games, and uh, you know he he didn't look anything spectacular, but I mean it was a a, a great game. comeback game there for, him, for the Pelicans. So I mean uh, you know Jordan. I don't even know where you want to start with this one, man. Like, do you like like and, and that LeBron's ankle is yep. hurt. Yeah. On top of all of this, uh, I mean, Los Angeles is just continuing and continuing to crumble. Um, you know, what what do you see coming out of this? Like, is all hope lost finally? Is this really the final straw? Because I, I mentioned to you before this, the Spurs are only one game back of yep. the Lakers for the 10th seed. Yeah. Uh, this could, they could fully miss the play-in now. Well, look, I mean, uh, Greg Popovich, uh, if he has one thing left to do, uh, you know, move ahead of LeBron in the standings, knock him out of, you know, play-in slash playoff contention, uh, I think he'd be uh, pretty happy to do that. He's done that before a few times in his career. Um, That'd be, you know, one thing to play for this year for him. Um, And that really hurts the Lakers that there's still someone on their heels. Like, uh, if you look over in uh, in the East, like, you know, Atlanta, who's in the 10th spot, last play-in spot right now, they can kind of struggle even a little bit and falter all they want because the Knicks are far enough behind them that there's no, like, there's no danger of them losing the spot. And I almost forgot about the Spurs. I kind of put them in that category. But when you literally told me right this morning before we got on air that the Spurs were only one game behind them, I was like, okay, shit, then yeah, especially with LeBron's ankle too. Um, Because I'm at the point, I'm at the point in the season now where I'm, I'm looking at the individual games, but there's so many like implications around the games that they almost don't yeah. matter quite as much as before. Like what LeBron said about his ankle after the game, like he, he tweaked it or whatever in the second quarter and then played the whole game. But he said, it's horrible right now. It's really bad. <laughs> I don't know how I played through this. And I'm like, LeBron, are you setting us all up? Like, are you, are you kind of making the decision decision right now that you're just going to maybe shut it down? You went for I 39. Think, you went for 39. I think he's going to do it, man. Which, I think he's going to walk off. Well, and, and like, he can maybe still get what he wants. Like, I, I'd have to look uh, again at the updated scoring numbers right now in per game for who leads the league. But mm-hmm. to have a, you know, a 39 point game here as your last game of the season will probably put you in pretty good position to uh, you know, close out the season as the points per game scoring leader, which we all know I True. think LeBron, uh, you know, still really wants, uh, even though, uh, again, I, I, <laughs> I'm i not sure where his 
mind is at uh, in terms of where he's going to go in the playoffs or, you know, what his expectations are. You never know with LeBron, but uh, for the scoring title, I think uh, it's pretty safe to say he wanted that this year. So, um, but like LeBron doesn't say anything. Like he's very, very careful with what he says most of the time and does so in a very strategic way. And him talking about how bad his ankle was, uh, I think that's a sign of of something else. Uh, Like I think there might be another announcement coming possibly today, the next couple of days. Um, it's, it's hard to know, but I, uh, like if he's talking about how bad his ankle is right now, like you would imagine that would like lead to him missing some time and any single game that the Lakers play without LeBron James, they're not winning. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. team yep. they, I don't care if yep. they play the, the magic or the Rockets, uh, or, uh, well, I was going to say OKC, but OKC owns the Lakers, uh, no matter what, but, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, Again, I, I mean, we're we're at the same spot with the, like I can't just I can't watch the Lakers anymore. Run around there with Dwight yeah. Howard, uh, like it, it's it's unbelievable. Like the the Pelicans deserve to make it, and honestly, the Spurs deserve to make it over the Lakers too. Like they the, both well of give those us guys, like a, the future, yeah, Future's but, now old man, yeah, and both of those teams have had more like exciting, uh, just better teams, and they the the games they've lost have been. Uh, you know, in in better taste than the Lakers' stupid ass losses well, that sure. probably mostly yeah. shouldn't have happened a lot of the times, and the ones that, that they've blown and stupid Westbrook stuff. Like, um, that it's just I, I would be very happy at this point uh, if the Lakers do fall out because mm-hmm. they they haven't really deserved to be in that spot in the first place. So we'll see what happens. But you know, good good for the Pelicans. They had a great game. Your guy Trey Murphy, um, yes sir, uh, off the bench, twenty one points, uh, four threes. He, he he had a hell of a game and. Uh, yep. Like the even you know even the Pelicans I I know we got the new Zion's probably not going to be playing but you know just to shout out them uh, or Zion is shut down for the year but to 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 shout out the Pelicans going into whatever play in matchup that they go into they're going to be a, a pretty tough out like when you've got McCollum yeah. and Ingram uh, both uh, as scoring threats on the perimeter and depending on who you can throw on JV uh, if he's if he's on that game and, and being aggressive inside and getting you know other bigs in foul trouble and stuff like that, that's a mm-hmm. that's a pretty good uh, sort of leveled attack offensively. They'll have to figure out you know defensively what they're going to do, but uh, they're they're looking like a pretty good team, especially you know next year with Zion back. If when and if Zion gets back, yeah. <laughs> like we talked about, they could uh, be pretty good. So so shout out the Pelicans. Uh, let, let's uh, you know the, I know we're always going to talk about the talk about the Lakers uh, even even when we don't feel like it, but. Um, want to shout out the Pelicans for sure. Hey, let's go Pelicans. Uh, $50, uh, bet still, still very much alive. Yep. Uh, and, and I mean, uh, I, I also, I want to give a quick shout out, you know, Jose Alvarado, he yeah, secured he the bag, two year deal. Yep. congratulations to him. Uh, you know, definitely a good underdog story there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, as much as I've shit on him, uh, and, and you know, we both have, but, uh, you know, I feel like I've, I've really taken it to him a couple times this year. Uh, you know, Westbrook has played a lot better in this past like five six game stretch yes, yes. um so like, i'll give him that like but the thing is you know you're still one of the highest paid players in the league and you're putting up 18 7 and 6 in a losing effort i mean and you're letting this comeback happen because your defense is so bad still uh, has the see, worst plus minus I, yeah i was gonna team. say i can't i can't even fucking get through <laughs> giving him a full compliment before critiquing him it just, it just happens i'm 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 not i really wasn't even trying to do that um but you know again it's, no but he uh, had a decent game like shooting yeah. shooting what yeah yeah uh but yeah it's a I, it's really going to be interesting, yeah, down the stretch. I mean, uh, like the Pelicans, I, th- I I do think will probably have a good chance of making that eight seed. But I mean, I think everyone's already kind of looking over the Clippers because I mean, the Clippers are yep. going to be they're going to be like a very tough out, as you said. They're a professional team. I mean, 
I don't think they're going to bother with bringing Kawhi or Paul George back. They're just going to kind of roll with, you know, what they've got, see how this goes, and then, you know, hope that next year they're both healthy and can make one last, you know, kick at the can here. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting offseason. That, that's for sure. Uh, I, I, I think right now also, uh, if I, just in terms of this playoff race, uh, last night I kind of was going over like the schedule uh, and it's the Pelicans. They should be good. Their schedule isn't too crazy, but the Lakers have a tough one. I only see them winning maybe two to three games, and I think that third game that's going to be dependent is they play the, the Pelicans one more time. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I believe they host them in L.A., uh, I think that's going to be the deciding, you know, factor, and that's if granted that LeBron doesn't miss any time and he's playing in all of these games. Yeah. Uh, because you know, without LeBron, we all know what this Lakers team looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, that that's kind of the the other part of it, uh, and the Spurs also have a tough, you know, ending stretch of the season, uh, and I only can see them maybe winning three games as well. Uh, but you know, it would be just enough to either tie the Lakers or pass them. So it's I think it really, really is going to be something to watch here. Uh, you know. Uh, and, and I think again, LeBron is always one step ahead of things. Like he doesn't, he always makes calculated moves. He's never, yep. you know, acting out of nowhere. I think he really, really is going to think about shutting it down for the year. And I wouldn't blame him. I mean, yep. what's the point of him, you know, going out there? Like I, I, and it's so funny when you when people bring this shit up. Uh, but like, this would almost help LeBron's legacy long term if he doesn't play. Yeah, because <laughs> people. People would give him more shit if they if he willed through it, he played through an injury, and then they lost to the Pelicans or something in the play-in. Yeah. Uh, then if he just shut it down and then they didn't make it, because then people would go, oh, well, they were going to make it that year, but LeBron went exactly, down. So exactly, exactly. I know. But it's like, wouldn't you, don't you think it's better to have, yeah, I, I don't know, I'm not going to get into the whole, you know, how people yeah. view, uh, view the NBA uh, historically, like after even one season. But, um, you know, I, I, and again, I kind of do hope they shut it down, because I really... Like as much as we talk with the Lakers and you know they're they're doing their thing to get us uh, views, so shout out to you boys for that. Yeah. Um. But I mean, it's 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 time to just you know this is like the old old ass dog. You know, it's 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 limping around. It's got the gross yeah. greasy gro- uh, face going on. It's crusty. <laughs> Put uh, it out of its just, misery. Yeah. Let's just end this shit, man. Yeah. It's just we're done. Um. You know. Good. Good night, uh, sweet prince. And yeah. You know, hopefully, uh, next season we'll get a we'll new see puppy. Get a new a puppy. Little, yeah. Yeah. Trade LeBron to the Knicks or something. Yes. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um. But uh. You know. To, to move on to uh the new kings of the Eastern Conference. Uh. The the Boston Celtics <laughs> start starting twenty three and twenty four to start the season, <laughs> and now they are the the number one team in the East. Uh. They. they they just play so well as a team uh, that it's getting kind of crazy when like I'm watching them. Uh, and in this game in particular uh, against the Timberwolves, you know, I thought the Timberwolves, you know, they match up pretty well with them. They they both uh, both teams have dynamic wing scores. Yeah. Uh, but you know, again, having a guy like Carl Anthony Towns will always uh, you know brainwash me, and I'll go, okay, he's they've got the dominant big man, so they have <laughs> yeah. the the edge. And then it's like, no, well, no, no. actually, yeah, blown up by twenty. Yeah. Um, Daniel but, Tice, know, Daniel Tice is the big man in this one, baby. Come on, he's the big yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, uh, the German Jesus out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, he. Uh, I mean, the, the town's kind of he did his thing. Like he, he really struggled. I mean, the the minutes kind of went down a little bit down the stretch. Yeah, uh, yeah. as well. Even though you know people have been calling cat uh, out, you know, saying that he gets a lot of uh, a lot of his production done in garbage time. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if uh, anyone's uh, never really noticed that, yeah, check it out, cat. He definitely goes to pad some stats uh throughout the end of a game yeah um but 
in this one, very beginning of the game, first quarter, Marcus Smart looked like an all-star. Yeah. What was going on? Like, yeah. he couldn't miss. He was throwing down, like, he had, like, three dunks. I was like, <laughs> who is this guy? Like, out of nowhere. And then it's like, oh, yeah, and now he's just throwing lob passes to Jalen Brown. Yeah. And one more to, to Jason Tatum. They're pulling up for threes. It's They're looking like a, like, this is, like, the perfect situation for Boston right now. Uh, but, again, in the inverse effect, and we're going to get to this team later, I mean, number one seed isn't exactly safe. Like, uh, yeah. it's going to be an interesting finish to the season where everyone's under, where they're all going to shake out. But, I mean, in this one, you're playing another team that's, you know, they've got, they're, they're going to be in the playoffs, uh, yeah. you would think, the the Timberwolves. And, I mean, they're getting beat. Like, this kind of really shows, you know, the difference between a contender and, like, a bubble playoff team. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like the fact that Boston's in number one in the East right now is kind of insane. Like that, I, I don't know what the odds would have been at that point in the season. Like you're talking about 23 or 24 or whatever that was early at the beginning of this calendar year when they were a sub 500 team. Um, and then just have been like, they've been the most dominant team in the NBA since then. I even put them over Phoenix during that stretch, not in the, not in the totality of like the season. Phoenix still obviously, you know, gets, gets that award, but Boston, the way they've been blowing out teams has been insane. Like th- this yeah. isn't anything new. What they did to the Timberwolves, they've just been going in, uh, you know, to to you know opposing gyms and and in Boston as well. Like, like this one against you know the Wolves, just picking these teams apart with like the most beautiful like team ball. Like it's very reminiscent yep. of the way yep. Phoenix does it too. Um, and you know the, these good teams that know how to, uh, you know, use everyone uh, on the court, like use their skills. Uh, you know, share the ball, all five guys touch it before anyone takes a shot, you know, passing up, you know, good, good shots for great shots, all, all the classic stuff. Uh, yeah. But Boston's just been doing it, you know, to, to a T, like the, the way that they've played as a team has been like a, a revelation. Like I, I, I've never seen in this iteration of this Boston team, and I know it's changed a lot, but basically since, you know, Brown and Tatum got there. Um, uh, and you know, they've had this kind of run of semi-success kind of been, you know, disappointing some years, but made conference finals that, you know, this kind of run of, of teams, this, this is the scariest by far that I've seen them, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. been playing because Jason Tatum's at the top of his game, another game last night where he had six assists, like he's really become this excellent playmaker that knows exactly when to give the ball up, when and how and to who, um, and Jason uh, Jalen Brown uh, is really coming on at the right time too because he was kind mm-hmm. of struggling uh, or or not even necessarily struggling but just not playing up to his potential through kind of the middle part of the season even when the Celtics were doing really well he wasn't necessarily having great games but recently he's been you know putting up thirty uh, you know twenty five to thirty uh, really been uh, an effective three point shooter and a guy who can score from all levels had ten boards last night like a guy who's kind of mixing it up and obviously still uh, one of their best wing defenders yeah, um, yeah. and. And, and it's just when you look at Boston in the playoffs, like if I'm in the East, I would be scared probably first to play Milwaukee because I think Giannis is just such an imposing uh, player on both ends of the floor. And there's just no no actual way to stop him. You're just trying to slow him down. You know, you could say the same thing with with Philly, with Embiid, but there's so many weaknesses, I feel like, around Embiid that you wouldn't be I wouldn't be that that scared to play Philly. But and right behind Milwaukee's the, the heart of the champions, man. And, well, exactly. Champs. They're not going to go down easy. For sure. And, you know, there, there's that part of it as well. Like, and, and that's why, you know, as good as Boston's played, I still give Milwaukee that respect and put them number one. Yeah. But at this point, I would be scared, like right below Milwaukee, I'd be scared, most scared to play Boston. Like the, the way that the way that they can defend 
like so many different lineups. Like they can defend your small ball lineup probably like uh, better than anyone. Uh, they can just dis- they can defend your big lineup. They can defend uh, you know any anything you throw out that uh, at them offensively. They can figure it out defensively because they have so many so many bodies yeah. that get after it um, and that physically can can handle it. Like even uh, even against a team like Philly or Milwaukee with that big size, like. Horford and uh, Time Lord are smart enough, uh, even though they're not the biggest guys themselves, and the way they play team defense, that I think they can they can handle any of the big players uh, in the league. Like, sure. I think uh, in that in, in that sort of instance that they would play Milwaukee or Philly, I think it would be tough. I think that's the sort of matchup that those other teams will have to exploit against Boston, like a really big guy uh, that can kind of get them flying all over the place, but. Otherwise, they they just don't really have a, a weakness defensively, and that's before I even get into what they can do offensively, uh, which yeah. is you know Jason Tatum uh, able to get almost any shot he wants. Like I'm, I think this is the best version of him, you know, clearly, uh, you know, in in his career, and he's already showed, uh, you know, in, in years past that he can elevate his game in the playoffs and you know use his length and his you know skills to 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 get shots, make shots out of nothing, which is really what you need. Um and it, it'll come down I think to Jalen Brown and and whether you trust him and whether he can elevate his game to be that sort of second fiddle when Jason Tatum's having his, you know, 6 for 25 nights, yeah. you know, the when, when he can't hit hit anything. Um because offensively I think is where they're really going to have the questions cuz uh, again, after those two, uh, who are you really, you know, relying on? That you're you're going to be relying on Marcus Smart to hit shots and Derek White to hit shots, which he's kind of struggled with a little bit. So, you know, it. it I think I'm more worried about their offense than I am their defense. I think their defense is going to be yeah, solid, yeah. but but uh, again, like when, when I'm quote unquote worried about your offense, but you have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like that's that's a good problem to have. I I'm just been so impressed with Boston. It's it's insane to me that they're. They're number one in the East, uh, like a- after the start that they had. Uh, that just shows how dominant they've been in this last uh, couple months. It's insane. Well, and, and again, funny thing, you know, we said that this was a, uh, you know, the, the MVP, that's a, the full season award. You can't get it for a half season of work. If the Celtics finish first, I would definitely, you know, Jason Tatum's probably my top three for the MVP. Yeah, he's, he's even, even second. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is, uh, you know, the, the Heat also are just like imploding kind of right yeah. now. So, I mean, this isn't uh, a really a great look either for them. So, I mean, yeah. this is all kind of worked in their favor. Like people have lost when they've needed to win and uh, all of that jazz. But, I mean, uh, it, th- yeah, the, the, this, this season for Tatum, it would be a weird MVP season, you know? Because, yeah. again, like they really just turned it up in that second half. But, I again, I, I, the, the conversation's heating up, heating up, heating up. And I, I don't see how you know you could keep him out of your like top five like he yeah. has to be in i think but like i think uh, he's again, there right now yeah but but i think if, he, if if they finish first there's no there's no way that you could say that he's not like the clear-cut mvp guy on that team like jalen brown is amazing but he's like that second option it's not like the the the, the uh the sons who have devin booker and chris paul and while they yeah. might be the best team in basketball you know uh, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, what they bring to the team, it the reason that their team their team is so good is because they can work so well together. Yeah, uh, it's not really like you know, oh well, K- Chris Paul is orchestrating the entire offense and that's all him, or Devin Booker's putting the ball through the net, you know, uh, at, at a high clip. Like it's yeah. it's very situational. Whereas you know, I think Tatum really is like that number one guy, and Jalen Brown's behind them. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, in the end of the day. Brad Stevens, he figured out a way to make his dream team without even having to coach them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because this is like, 
when you look at the the roster they have, he brought back all the the old guys that he liked when he was yeah. still coaching. Tice, Horford. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I mean, he's he's just kind of like this is this is it. I know that these guys can roll. Uh, again, they've been to the conference finals. They've yep. they've been very close. Uh, and I mean, this, again, this is one of those years. Like they, everything's wide open. Everything's up for grabs. And uh, yeah, the Celtics are going to be one of the harder outs, I think. Because uh, you know, again, they say defense wins championships, man. And if uh, this is a like a, that's any indicator of the truth, I mean, yep. then this, the Celtics might uh, might be finally able to match the Lakers here, and they'll be uh, tied yeah. in banners once again. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, what a season that would be again uh, for the Lakers, you know, L- don't miss the playoffs with LeBron and yeah. the, 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 the rivals <laughs> win the championship. Oh, uh, but yeah, it's uh it's going to be a hell of a ride to finish out this season. Uh, the East still totally up for grabs, lots oh, yeah. of movement going on you know as we speak uh the top uh, four teams could sh- literally shake out in yep. any different way. They're all completely jumbled up right now. Well, and then the bubble teams, I mean, uh, the Raptors are in six and yep. only a game behind the Bulls and the Cavs are hot and the Bulls are kind of struggling right now. We'll, yep. we'll see who's even going to be playing where it's going to be. Uh, pretty and the crazy. Raptors, the Raptors play the Celtics tonight yep. and I'm calling yep, it Monday right now. Night. I'm calling it. The Raptors oh, win no, this game. Don't. Oh, yes. Don't do it. Don't Chuck's do it. Guarantee, uh, but, baby. Let's oh, go. God. Yeah. Now I, I was I thought about going to this game, to be honest. Uh, yeah, you should. Let's happen. go together. I mean, yeah, Come on. Sure. All right. Let's uh, throw not up or shut up, man. Did. Did uh, Scotiabank burn down the other day, or did they get the fire under control? Did you see oh, that? Sure. A, yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did see that. Ah, it's all right. It's uh, just an electrical fire. No Imagine big, no paying big. paying for your ticket, having to uh, evacuate, watch the rest of the game on the TV. I, I would I have think, been pissed. I think they got refunds, but still, I would be really pissed if that <laughs> happened, especially after so. it's like, oh, you can't go into the stadiums. Uh, yeah. Uh, Wait, I, side I, note, Matt, too, before we go on, did you hear... Uh, <laughs> Did you hear Jack Armstrong on the broadcast accidentally say Ron Jeremy? Uh, yes, and then Matt yes. Devlin lost his mind. <laughs> Never heard him laugh like that, but uh, they should do that more often. That was that was amazing. Yeah, why, why do you guys know who Ron Jeremy is? That's weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know who it is. I, I didn't get yeah, the joke, but uh, it was funny. Uh, but, uh, you know. Speaking of, uh, never mind, I'm not going to say it. Not going to go there. Not <laughs> going to go there. Not going to go there. Ron Jeremy, you, you naughty boy. Uh, the 76ers and the Suns, which was, uh, at the time, a battle between uh, first-place seeded teams uh, in the East and West, respectively. Um, and, again, we were kind of talking about teams that are able to outclass other teams. And as good as uh, the 76ers are and uh, as much star power as they have, the Suns really did control this game start to finish. Yeah. Uh, like Tobias Harris, he actually he had a bit of a heat check at one point. You know, he was hitting a couple of nice shots in the mid range, uh, you know, working that post up. Uh, but DeAndre Ayton, great job working along with Joel Embiid. Uh, yeah. I thought that he he really you know, was showing that he can use his big body to play against those uh, like top echelon uh, yeah. uh, centers. I mean, he still like Joel still got his. I mean, 37 and 15. Uh, but when you look around, it's like, Okay. Uh, hey, James Harden, the guy that we gave up, uh, you know, uh, so a bunch of picks and Ben Simmons. Uh, we would love it if you could score, uh, maybe just three baskets. Is that okay? <laughs> three baskets? No, two, two for eleven. Okay, cool. That that's great, man. Um, yeah, I. Hey, he had nine assists. Okay, leave him alone. I, don't I, care. I need to do. A, I, don't care. Uh, I need to do my classic scream because he's really at it again. Uh, James yeah, Harden honestly, yeah. on a new team. This yeah. is a. Yeah, this has been a, uh, I, I, I'm like, again, I'm not, I'm not going to jump the gun here, but like, I'm already at the point where it's like, 
is Harden like really playing? Like, is he back to this whole like this bullshit that he started with Brooklyn? Like, it seriously seems like, like he's, he's, he's fed up, floor, Matt. What? What? Hey, uh, player empowerment. He wants to go somewhere else. He's 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 done with this team situation. Yeah, yeah, Get him yeah. somewhere else, man. Well, he's, he's letting, I, taking it out on the court. When I was watching the game, I and even when I was rewatching the highlights, I was like, "Is he like hurt? Is he not playing this game?" Like, uh, when, like I, I, and then he's like, "Oh no, he's he's on the court. Like he's handling the he rock." Played like, 39, he played thirty nine. He played the most minutes yeah. uh, out of everyone on the team. Thirty nine. So that's the thing. I'm like, I like he made so little impact on this game that I I just couldn't couldn't even believe it. Like, uh, but really, again, at the end of the day. The Suns team defense, very similar to the Celtics. Like, that would yep. be beautiful basketball to see that in the NBA Finals. Oh, that, um, I love that. But, like, they just, they, they couldn't, they could not buy a shot. They couldn't buy a basket, the 76ers. Uh, no. Nobody on their team shot well. I mean, uh, you know, as I said, Tobias Harris had a pretty solid game, but I think that, you know, that was probably in the game plan, you know, try and shut down and be, take yep. away Harden and let, let Tobias do what he has to do. Uh, but then you yeah, you look at the Suns. I mean, Devin Booker again, thirty five points, uh, a fantastic game. Chris Paul, uh, nineteen and fourteen. Uh, the, the, a pretty, I would just say like a classic uh, Suns win uh, yes. over you know a top team. And the the Sixers made you know they made it close as the the game went down to the wire. Uh, but I mean, again, at the end of the day, there was always a pretty much a two possession gap yep. uh, between them, and the, the Suns were able to take it home. Yeah, I, I, do you think that this is, you know, this, this is a big game for a team like the 76ers, I feel, especially, you know, when you have this new personality, this new identity with James Harden on your team. Do you think this loss is a little bit bigger than just a regular season loss because of that? Or do you think this is just kind of one that they're going to be able to wash away? Because, I mean, Phillies, they, 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 they like to linger on losses. Yeah, well, I'm I'm getting more and more concerned for Philly because, I mean, we, we all remember those first couple games when they got James Harden all the free throws they won yeah. a couple of them you know people people including me saying shit these guys are scary uh, yep. almost as scary as anyone else in the east um but now they just look a little bit stale like and I, i've been thinking this for a while now about the sixers i'm i'm fine with james harden uh being your second option i i think that's that's still great like he's still shown um, you know, as, as recently as the game before this, uh, like I think he had a, a, a pretty monster stat line. Uh, I forget who they played, but like he's he's been playing uh, okay. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's had these sort of stinkers mixed in there. Um, and that's been concerning. But like that's a whole other can of worms. Uh, you know, uh, it was a tough situation. You you flipped Ben Simmons for, for uh, James Harden. I, I think that's fine. Obviously, Embiid, uh, one of the best players in the NBA. I'm even fine with, you know, Maxi and Harris being your kind of, 3A, 3B, kind of these these uh, guys that, depending on the night, uh, can be your kind of third scorer um, and, you know, go out there and, and get buckets for you. No, don't, don't really do that much else, but sure, I, I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm fine with their top four. After that, like, is this really like a, a championship roster? Like Danny Green, Niang, Milton, DeAndre hey, that's, Jordan? That's three-time NBA champion, Danny <laughs> You're right, Green. you're right. I, I actually I, I love you, Danny. I, I don't mean it, but you know, you, you I, I know uh, Danny Green that you will miss every single shot through the first yeah. uh, four rounds of the playoffs, and then have one good game uh, at some point. But like all these other guys, like I just don't trust anyone else besides those top guys. Yeah. So in the playoffs, when James Harden does put up a bad game, or Tobias Harris can't hit anything, or Tyrese Maxey, uh, you know, shows his youth uh, and, and makes a bunch of mistakes. No one else is bailing them out. Like there, no, there is yeah. no one coming for them, uh, and and that really worries me. Just their 
their depth from five to eight, uh, like their their bottom half of what's going to be their playoff rotation, just looks like shit. And to be clear, they had that depth before. Like they had better. They had the Seth yeah. Curry. They had the the Drummond as the big body to to throw out there. Um, and obviously, you know, they didn't have Ben Simmons this year, but you know, they 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 had more depth before this trade. And so now, when you trade that depth for James Harden, you just you you take that risk of he might not show up for you, and then you are you are truly screwed. Like, well, and that's the thing. I mean, we're looking at them right now. I mean, that that the, you in basketball, I always argue you want depth. There's a lot yeah. of people, you know, that say if you get the best player out of a deal, then you win it. But I mean, then you got all this added pressure, as you're saying, yeah. and added risk on James Harden because if he doesn't perform, then you don't have anyone to help you out. Anymore. No, they're, you're, you're, like, you're done. You're you, done. You've you've kind of shot yourself in the foot here, and this is yeah, I think that's a perfect example of how this game has been going and how the, the a lot of the games have been going for them. Yep. That you know, Harden. At the end of the day, we've known, and this is not something that is a surprise or shouldn't be a surprise to anyone at this point. That yeah. James Harden doesn't exactly react well to pressure, and no. when things are going bad in a night, it's very rare that you see James Harden. You know maybe start off like one for five shooting that he ends up finishing as like a 50% uh, shooter on the night. He'll probably yeah. go down swinging and uh, like just take the the rest of the ship down with him. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, uh, apologies for cutting you off, but yeah, I, I, I definitely, that was something that we had both said though, when yeah. this trade went down that, you know, you're giving up a lot to get this guy. So you, yeah. you better, it's pretty much championship or bust or else this is going to look like it could be, you know, uh, maybe a, a premature move. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, like to to Philly's kind of credit or to to sort of look be forward looking for them like it all of the signs are pointing to that James Harden got to Philly so that he can sign another contract with them yeah uh, and so we'll see how that goes and it was a midseason acquisition so I don't think I don't think this particular roster is like perfectly suited to go around Harden and Embiid like I don't think Daryl Morey has had the you know the the sufficient time um and you know uh, been able to move things around to put the best suited roster around those two guys so i'll I'll grant them that um so like i i I don't know i think it might be a a play going forward for them like i'm I'm just i'm not completely off the 76ers but i'm i'm not i'm not with that uh take i had right after the first couple games that they're as scary as anyone uh in the east i've I moved away from that now. Like they've just, I'm I'm not confident in them at all because mm-hmm. you're you're not only like it, obviously number one you're asking Embiid to be superhero Embiid uh, all through yeah. the four yeah. rounds of the playoffs, uh, and he's it's tough to ask anyone to do that, but especially a big man who's has a bit of an injury history and who um, you know has shown in the playoffs that he can get uh, you know to to over the course of a long series his conditioning kind of wanes a little bit and then he's more even more likely to you know tweak some sort of injury uh, or for something to happen the amount he falls down on the floor you know that's been well documented like there's well, a lot a, of he's, he's had a career high in games and minutes already this year so yeah I mean, it's only yeah, going to keep adding on exactly and it's it's just going to be tough a lot to ask for him and then again you're 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 putting all this secondary scoring pressure on james harden and beyond that like i just think that they're expecting like and this is never a good sign because teams do this uh, and you know fans do this and they're like 
oh man, if if we get the absolute 100% best version of every single player on our yeah, team, yeah, we're going to be yeah. amazing. We're going to go win. But it's like you 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 can't you can never depend on that. You need sort of backstops in there, things to prevent uh and you know, ways to uh counter uh and still win games when your best players aren't 100% of themselves. Yep. And I just think of all the top teams in Philly uh in the East, Philly is the uh the one that you'd have to call like quote unquote a pretender uh, because I just think again if, if you're not getting a hundred percent out of your t- those top four guys um, it's it's going to be tough I, I just don't trust anyone else so uh, yeah I think I think this game was kind of indicative of that like you know they hung tight they they, they were in it and beat obviously had a monster game but uh, the, these better teams like Phoenix and I think all those three teams ahead of them in the standings right now in the East whether it's uh, Boston Miami or Milwaukee yeah. uh, I think that will ultimately be uh, you know what what goes down uh, at the end of close games uh, you know in, in a tough kind of long series you're gonna have disappointing games um, from either Harden Harris or Maxi or even Embiid um, and then you're, you're just gonna have no other way to win so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of down on the Sixers right now I, I, I still wouldn't put it past them uh, you know to have kind of a a, a bit of a monster run, maybe make the conference finals. Who knows? Like anything is possible because of how well Embiid is playing. But I definitely sure, they, yeah. feel feel much lower on them right now than I did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I think that the honeymoon phase is uh is over. We're starting yeah, to you yeah, know look at the, we're look we're looking at them like, you know what, you've been around for a while. I'm not uh you know, I'm not I'm not calling you pretty every day. Uh <laughs> so I think that this is a you know a good example of you know what how bad the seventy sixers could be against top tier talent. Yeah. Uh and again, they were in this game. It's not yeah, to say that they're yes. a horrible team, but no. uh, you know, when they do play against these top teams so far, we haven't seen them perform the way that we need to see them. I mean, we don't yeah. need to rehash the the, the complete debacle against the Nets again. No. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, 76ers are going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs, but I think it's going to be a lot more mental than physical when it comes down to that game yeah. uh, for them. So, uh, again, it's going to be crazy to see the East shake out and, uh, you know, to, to shift our focus really quickly here and talk about uh, the other side of that uh, Ben Simmons trade. Uh, you know, obviously he uh, has he's still probably, he probably won't even fucking play at this rate. Uh, I'm kind of giving up Can't hope. Can't believe it. Uh, I mean, it's only been four days since I said, uh, you know, uh, that he was going to play in the playoffs, but now I just, I don't even know. <laughs> um, but they did get Kyrie Irving back full time, something we yep. talked about on uh, Friday's podcast. And, uh, Maybe Kyrie should go back to not playing in New York. I, 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 I mean, it's just, it's just a thought. I don't know. But, uh, you know, then this was, you know, I don't think a lot of people had this circled on their calendar as, you know, a big game. Uh, the the Nets playing uh, host to the, the Charlotte Hornets. But it uh, was actually a big game because now the Charlotte Hornets are the eighth seed because yeah. they were able to take down the Nets. And the Nets are ninth. They are in the play-in, but they'd have to get through the Hawks, which, you know, I think they could do pretty easily. Yep. Um, but then they have to play a second game against the, the winner of, again, where, where right now would be the loser of the uh, the Hornets and the Cavs. Yeah. Uh, and even if you're the Nets, and yeah, you got to be confident. You have got Kyrie full-time. you got KD. Uh, I mean, you've got Drummond playing decent. I mean, do you see him throw up the, the piece? Yeah, uh, that, was, like, that was pretty. Fuck you, Drummond. He's <laughs> such a weird guy, man. Such a weird guy. Like, you're... Not fat, like that's like the Tyree Kill move, man. Like, I know you're not I know. him. You're not him, man. Uh, welcome to my. I'd love to see Tyreek. a foot race, a uh, foot race between yeah. those two oh, yeah. guys. That'd be great. I mean, uh, he's he's got the length, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, not not a great performance out of uh, Kyrie. I mean, he double doubled with points and assists, but uh, definitely could have shot the rock a little shot bit better. The, oh, he shot it so uh, bad. 
and even KD, like he wasn't yep. really shooting it that well. I mean, he got his stat line, but then you you look past those two, and it's like you know, Drummond almost gets a twenty and twenty, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Drogic like kind of has like a little baby triple double. Uh, yeah. You know, Claxton's not really getting as much usage now that they have Drummond, which you know I'm not really sure if that's the right move either. Yeah. Um, and you know. It, Nobody played glaringly bad. Like they were, it was a close game, but at the end of the day, the Hornets were just playing harder because I yeah. think the, like the Nets are kind of used to being like, again, like Katie and Kyrie, they're used to being up in the standings. They're used yeah. to, by the end of the season, you can kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit. Uh, you know, you can play around with it. I hope that they're not so overconfident that they're like, whatever, fuck it. Well, we can win two games in the play and no problem anyways. Uh, I think they are. I think that's what they think. I think that's going to fuck them over. Yeah. I honestly do think that. Like, I think if they fall into, they have to play two games, I guarantee they lose the second game. Yeah. I will guarantee right now that the Nets will miss the playoffs. They'll lose. They'll they'll somehow blow up because you can't leave that to fate. It's what we were saying about if you were trying to be strategic with your, uh, you know, where you want to end your seeding here to avoid playing the Nets. Right now, you might not even have to avoid playing the Nets because the Nets might not even let themselves in the play-in or in the playoffs, pardon me. Uh, So, I mean, again, shout out to LaMelo Ball and Miles Bridges. They were balling out as well, uh, you know, in Barclays. Uh, Amazing LaMelo game. Miles Bridges hits KD with like a guy who is bigger than him, which, you know, is kind of funny. Hits him with the you're too small thing. We, we might have to ban that. We might have yeah. to ban, we might have to put that one in the vault. Uh, the gritty is getting up there too. We might have to start <laughs> no, throwing the gritty on. in there. Uh, I'm retiring it at least. You're going to throw them uh, in the, in the vault with the, the bing bong guys. Uh, yep. just throw the them whip. down in there. Yep. And then the corner, uh, you know, we'll introduce you to the whip and the nene, uh, <laughs> you know, just, uh, all the classics. We want to keep about them the there, renegade. Relics. Oh yeah, yeah. That's I didn't keep that in the vault. I didn't want to. Come on. That that one I'm okay to forget about. Revisionist <laughs> history. Um, but uh, yeah. All in all, uh, you know, again, another close game. So you know, we're not trying to you know completely shut down or uh, shit on the nets here. Yeah. But this is this was a big game. This should have been one that you know Steve Nash should have had his guys galvanized and ready to go. And so, yeah. Know, they, at the end of the day, you're playing a young, inexperienced team at home, and you lost. Yeah. No, they they should have won this game. I mean, I I think. I think it's just, especially for Kyrie, I bet there were some nerves, even though he's not a guy who I think gets that nervous. But, you know, his first home game at Barclays is going to feel a little weird, I'm sure, uh, you know, for for this this season, sure. um, for, for, for Kyrie. Um, and so I, I think that maybe would have, it kind of explains why he shot the ball so poorly, um, like one for nine from three. He, he, just, he just wasn't on. Um, and, you know, to, to have KD also shoot the ball poorly, like you mentioned, like it's... It's it's tough. It's kind of that situation uh, like that Boston has offensively, where you have you, your two top guys, but beyond that, you you've got no one coming to 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 help you. Unfortunately, yeah. like as good as Seth Curry has played for them, he needs someone to kind of set him up. Uh, in, in he's not a guy who's going to go get his own shot. Um, that that consistently, you can do it sometimes, uh, and he's definitely gotten better. And I like Dragic for them that pickup specifically because he can come in, especially in the playoffs. Um, and get you, you know, four to six points uh, just himself, you know, on, on driving layups and things like that. I think they really needed another guard like that. So, yeah. like, offensively, I'm, I'm still not too, too worried about Brooklyn um, because, you know, they, they have two of the best offensive players we've ever seen. But just on defense, they really need Ben Simmons. Like, they, they need him so badly. They need exactly that player type, that prototype. Um, and... I have no idea if they're going to get him, if there's any urgency for them to get him. Like, I 
this is kind of what, what I was trying to say. I think I kind of articulated it badly uh, in one of the last pods, but about this kind of urgency that I think the Nets need to feel like, mm-hmm. yeah, do Kevin exactly. Durant and Kyrie Irving think that they can win with this team? Like, I, I think they might. I think they're, they're, they're that confident in their abilities, but like, they, they don't have that that good of a team other than those two guys like they, mm-hmm. they, they they've got curry and they've got bruce brown doing his you know cute little bruce brown things uh, as you as your five um and you know drummond and Claxon uh at times coming in you know uh, throwing down lobs and uh you know playing decent minutes uh as your five as well but like there's there's such a glaring hole uh for that yeah. kind of connector that that big big kind of uh, defender who can defend wings. They have no one who can defend wings uh, unless you want to throw James Johnson out there. Yeah. Uh, but then you're getting basically a zero on offense, uh, even more so than than Ben Simmons would be sometimes. Um, and he's really kind of one-dimensional. Um, but, like, I, I just I just don't like this team uh, outside of, you know, their top two guys. And if if they had Ben Simmons there, again, like I've, like I've said with other teams, everyone gets kind of knocked down a peg in what you're expected to do and you fall in more comfortable roles. And then I, I really like this team. Like I think Ben Simmons uh, really will make this team bigger than kind of the sum of its parts uh, mm-hmm. if he were to come back. Like I think he's uh, at that level, the perfect player for, for them. Uh, they could but, run small ball center with him. Well, exactly, yeah. And then they'd be really dangerous offensively. Yeah. You throw Curry out there and then uh, whether it's Dragic or, or whoever else, like you can throw Patty Mills in more. Like it, there's Brucey just boy. so much... There's so much more you can do if you had Ben Simmons, um, uh, you know, which which is crazy because he he's not always going to be that perfect fit on every team, but on yeah. this particular team, he he really is. Um, and like, just we're, I I don't understand why I'm not hearing more from from you know Durant and Irving and yeah in the press just talking about how much they need him back or whatnot. Like, I obviously don't know exactly what uh, Ben Simmons' injury situation is right now, but God, do they need him? I, I I'm I'm just. I still, again, like it's it's uh, kind of a, a nuanced thing to talk about. I, I still wouldn't put it past the Nets to get out of the play-in and possibly beat whoever the number one seed is, even if they, uh, you know, are the eighth seed at the end of the day, just sure, because yeah. of how good Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is. But it's just like we were talking about with Philly. You're expect the the only reason that happens if you don't have Ben Simmons is you're expecting Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving to be the all-time best versions yeah, of like themselves amazing. for yeah. for an entire series and two play-in games. And again, that you have no protection if that doesn't happen. And you, yeah. you see that in a game like tonight. Uh, yeah, we, we've we seen Kyrie go off for 50 and for 60 and Kevin Durant look like the best player on the planet. But when they both don't shoot the ball well, there's no one else coming to help. And then Charlotte beats them uh, at home on a Sunday. So it's it's very, uh, they're very, you know, uh, ceiling to basement in terms of sure. where they could kind of where the season could shake out for them. And I just, uh, I, I, if they got Ben Simmons, I'd feel differently. But right now I, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going to happen uh, with the Nets mm-hmm. at the end of the day. It's really tough to predict. Well, and again, I was saying this with, you know, as a homer for the Raptors, but I, this needs to be reiterated for some of these people that are, you know, listening. Cause I, again, I feel like people are kind of looking at the play in as not a big deal. It's sudden death. Yeah. Yeah. You have one bad game. Like Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant has a game like this. That's the whole season gone. Yeah, All this, this could have this nothing. could have been the the play-in game, uh, yeah. you know, things and yeah, it's a perfect way to see how it could have maybe played out. Like Kevin Durant still getting his stats but losing because of you know uh, a yep. tough shooting game, like hundred well, percent. Again, when your when your team can only uh, uh, let me just pull up the uh, accurate numbers here. Uh, yeah, seven for thirty-four from deep for yep. where uh, <laughs> for the Nets there thirty-four or twenty-one percent uh, on the night from deep. I mean. 
Obviously, you don't need to hit a ton of threes to win every game, but I mean, yeah. you got to hit a little bit better clip. Like if you're going to be taking 34, you got to be shooting a little bit better than, uh, you know, seven for 34. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's going to be a rough and a tough, and I, I don't, I really don't want to give up on the Nets because again, I would like to see, you know, Katie and Kyrie make this run. I'd like to see yeah. the best, best players, most exciting, you know, narratives uh, kind of play out. Um, but again, this, this is an older team when they play against the Hawks or the Hornets or the Cavs or whoever may be, uh, you know, in that box, it could be the Raptors or the Bulls as well in there. Uh, I mean, a lot, all pretty much all those teams have young legs and they will run this shit out of the, uh, out of the court. They will move the ball. And that's kind of the way you can beat the nets is just out moving them and making the shifting that ball around. Cause you know, Drummond, he's not going to be able to cycle through. Uh, you know, Curry is one of your faster players, but, you know, he's not really a spectacular defender himself. Uh, yeah. Neither is Kyrie, for that matter. Uh, I mean, you're playing uh, 6'5", Bruce Brown at the power forward. I mean, yeah. it's, I don't – I really do think that the, this team, people – like, they, they need to go on a huge run here to end off this season. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, it's it, it's it's going to be essential if they want to actually have a chance – uh like again i'll keep i'll say it one more time like you can't you don't want to be in the plan there's no way that you'd want to be in the plan and they they actually they play the the hawks this saturday coming up uh so you know that, that'll be one to watch and they, they have a pretty easy schedule like they've got the pacers uh and the knicks the rockets like they've got a couple easy wins here but they still got to yeah. play the they got to play the bucks on thursday uh actually they play the pistons tuesday as well so i mean the the nets they'll probably end up working this out they'll be above 500 uh, yeah. but again, we've seen how dangerous the East is this year and how competitive it is. And, uh, you know, I, I would hate to see the season go down, uh, in pretty much f- just fucking flames and a dumpster yeah. fire, uh, for pretty much no reason other than, you know, they, they just didn't have that sense of urgency when they really needed it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I really, uh, again, I, I have no idea what to expect with them. Like I can see yeah. them not making it even out of the play in. I could see them making the play in and losing in the first round. I can see them uh, possibly in the finals. Like it's, uh, it's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, any, any number of things. Like it would not surprise me. That's, that's how sort of up and down their season has been. But um, again, I, I just, I was, I, I'm so mad because I was so excited. I, and I think, you know, so many people were so excited to see Ben Simmons play basketball again, to get out yeah. on a court. And actually for us to see with our eyes, this guy who's been scrutinized so much as a player, but we haven't actually seen him play uh, in, I guess, close to a year now. Um, and like, t- if we're robbed of that this season, I'm just going to be so, so annoyed. Um, yeah. And it's looking more and more uh, like that's going to happen. But like, I, I don't know. I, 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 again, me and a lot of people thought that this team would be very interesting with those two offensive yeah. weapons, plus Ben Simmons, the the uh, Swiss Army knife who could do so many different things can be that connector, that that distributor on offense, kind of like mini more athletic version of Draymond Green. Um, it's it's just it's so disappointing if if he doesn't come back at all, doesn't play in the playoffs. Um, uh, not only you know I'll, I'll be disappointed, and I just really don't like the Nets' chances. Um, no, yeah. uh, you know, compared to if they did have him. So please, please, Ben Simmons, get your back figured out. Please yeah. come back. That's that's all I want. Let's uh, me, me and Jordan will come over there and buff it out ourselves. No problem. Yeah. Uh, happy free, to do that free of charge uh yeah. and then to uh you know do our uh, another playoff preview here uh these teams have been pretty much 
slotted to play each other uh, at the four or five uh, matchup uh, for quite a while here in the West. Uh, so yeah. Yeah, we will see. Uh, it wasn't exactly the playoff preview that we will likely end up getting. Uh, some injuries uh, on the side of the uh, the Utah Jazz here against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, but, uh, you know, Dallas taking the win in this one, 114 to 100. Uh, pretty dominant display. Uh, no Rudy Gobert. Uh, that's probably the biggest uh, yeah. biggest uh, interior force uh, that's missing there. I mean, uh, the Hassan Whiteside also was out. Uh, but I mean that that you know that's just a, for the depth. Like I mean, you got Eric Pascal starting uh, yeah. at center. That's really not going to get the job done. Luckily though, you're playing the Mavericks, who really don't run a ton of uh, you know interior offense. Uh, no. yeah. in, in in a traditional sense at least. Uh, I mean, Dwight Powell had 22 uh, not that long ago, but I mean, uh, that, that's not that's, that's, that's not going to happen every time. Uh, no. Obviously, Luka was doing Luka things, but the biggest thing in this game that stuck out to me was, uh, you know, Reggie Bullock hasn't had the strongest season, knocks down seven trays. Uh, going off. This is kind of, this is, again, we're we're kind of jumping to conclusions and we're really shitting on some teams today, but I'm kind of, let's roll with this theme. I'm kind of like, what? Like, what are the Jazz doing? Like, are they cool to just ne- to never actually make a run? Because I think they've, they're they've had they're done after last year. How they were so good, this team just kind of looks like they're walking now. Yeah, I don't yep. think that they really believe in each of themselves. I don't think they believe in each other. Uh, I mean, fucking like Donovan Mitchell is one of my favorite players to watch. This was an ugly, ugly game. Uh, yeah. Twelve points, four for thirteen shooting. Uh, yeah, and. and and another thing that bugs me, and I mean, I'm sure people are going to go, oh, it's because he's Canadian. That's probably partly right. Um, but you trade, you get <laughs> Nikhil Alexander-Walker, you only play him nine minutes? Yeah, yeah. Like, give him some burn. I mean, if you have, like, no, if you have to go deep into the bench, like, give this guy some minutes. Like, you're playing Trent Forrest 20 minutes. Why can't yeah. Nikhil Alexander-Walker get these minutes? Like, this guy, was like, he's got some potential. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. But I don't know. It's a, that's a, that's a Quinn Schneider thing, I guess. Um, yeah. But, I, I, I mean, we'll, 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 we'll see how this goes, but... Uh, yeah, I don't like the chances for for the Jazz at all here. Uh, no. Again, the Mavericks have really like stepped on the gas pedal, like a kind of a mini Celtics run. Not definitely not yep. the same, uh, but I mean they've they've been playing amazing. Uh, you know, Dinwiddie's cooled off a little bit, but you know they're they're still winning. Um, so we'll we'll see how this ends up going. But like I mean, if this matchup happens, full best of seven, even with Rudy Gobert healthy and ready to play, I think the Mavericks probably take this in five or six. Well, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, I, I just don't believe in the Jazz uh, yeah. uh, almost at all. I, I'm so out on them. Um, I, they like even aside from their play, every other game, Rudy Gobert calls out the rest of the team's defense, and like yep. in every yep. presser, every time they lead, uh, every time they they lose, it's Rudy Gobert saying, you know, we're not sharing the ball enough, we're not playing enough defense, uh, yada yada yada. And this this situation that's been brewing now for a while between Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, uh, obviously it's in the team's best interest, like the PR people of the team and, you know, the the sort of front-facing uh, element of the organization. They're obviously going to want to downplay any sort yeah. of bad blood. But I think once this is over, once uh, w- whether, you know, Donovan leaves in free agency, something's like, like things are going to come out, uh, out, of, out of kind of the woodwork at the end of this. And and one of them's going to admit that they just didn't like each other the whole time. Like I I, I just know that for for a fact. <laughs> I I I just I feel like you can you can tell just by the way uh, they they do kind of take shot veiled shots at each other. Uh, and and they're they were supposed to have made up after the whole COVID thing with Rudy when, yeah. when Donovan was really mad at him. But like they they don't seem that that sort of made up. Um, and the, 
they didn't do enough. Like they tweaked their team a little bit from last year. They they added Rudy Gay and yeah. they they did sort of little things and, and Whiteside's been playing okay, but they didn't tweak their team enough to me to really change the the their ceiling uh, as a playoff sure. team. Like I just don't think uh Donovan has enough help. Uh and like I'm I'm even fine with Rudy Gobert as a playoff player. I know a lot of people think he gets played off the floor in the playoffs, and he does in certain situations. But he's still very valuable to you for sure. Um, most one of, of the, the time, one of the best defensive players in the league. Still, I mean, I, for I don't, sure. I don't think he probably should have as many defensive player of the years as he's got. N- no, but, might uh, get another one this year, but oh, but yeah, so brutal. But uh, but like just offensively, when you're paying, a, we we've talked about this you know many times before. When you're paying a guy uh, like uh, second or first option, which Rudy Gobert uh, is, and you're not you're not getting nearly as much uh, you know production um, offensively from that guy as if he was like another type of player. Yeah. Like I know you know everyone's gonna scream at me, the screen the screen assists you know all the the Utah fans I know like he's still uh, one of the best uh, you know. Uh, in terms of field goal percentage, one of the best players in the league and in history. Uh, he's he's a very efficient offensive player, but we're talking about the playoffs here and, you know, tough half-court basketball. You can't throw the ball to Rudy Gobert and say, go get us a bucket. It's just that's, that's not going to happen. Let's not act like Terrence Mann was yamming well, exactly. on Rudy all playoffs last year. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 just it's just tough. Like they just don't have uh, the the bodies, I don't think. Uh, and then you're you know you're relying on Bogdanovich and uh, you know to to be a guy that I really don't think he can be. And so yeah. I, I I just my outlook on the Jazz is is very bleak, and they're trending downwards at the the wrong time, the wrong you know point in the season. And I think no matter how it shakes out, whether they win a first round series or not, I, I don't see them getting past the second round. And then no, no. I think big changes are coming. Like I, I just, they just seem like a team that's gotten a little bit stale. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for Mike Conley, who uh, was supposed to be getting traded to a team that kind of has had chances like in the bubble. And, and yeah. you know, even last year, uh, first seed in the West um, it's, I, I think their time has just run out um, and this is the season uh, that kind of indicates that like where they're still good. They still have the kind of, skeleton and bones left over from this really good team last year but they just don't have the heart it doesn't it doesn't seem like so yeah 100 yeah. i agree with you the mavericks would beat them uh i don't think they're getting very far well you know what and, and here's the thing i think you said it really well there you know they're an older team like they kind of were yeah. like you know what let's go they were the number one team in the league last year we're going all in uh we're gonna bring up some uh some veterans and stuff They've picked up these veterans, and you know Mike Conley is excluded from this. Uh, another one of my like favorite players to watch for years. Uh, you know, going back to the Grindhouse days in Memphis. Um, you know, I, th- I still think he's got some uh, some play left in him, uh, left yep. in him yet. I think this is again the, if things blow up badly this this postseason, this is where you move on from Rudy Gobert and you just actually build around Donovan Mitchell. You commit to that. Uh, yeah. Right now, you can't kind of do a fifty percent Donovan Mitchell, fifty percent Rudy Gobert rebuild. Because they're just yeah. so different, they don't work well together. Um, obviously, I mean personally and uh, just yeah. on court uh, production wise. But this is a guy I want to call out because you know he—I he, I don't think anyone's really mentioned it. Jordan Clarkson has been shit this year. No, he's, he's like been from horrible. being a six man of the year. I mean, he's had a couple okay games this year. He's had some stinkers, and I mean, this game yep. wasn't anything glaringly bad. Uh, but you know he's he was supposed to be such a valuable piece, and that's kind of why the we see the Jazz struggling, especially in the down the stretch of these games, because he was supposed to kind of be like a Jamal Crawford kind of guy, like just come yep. off the bench and uh, you know get him buckets. Same with like you know Lou Will, like a classic six man. But if you're paying this guy, you know decent money, uh, like starter money, uh, yep. and you know he's not giving you starter production, 
then you kind of have your you kind of screwed yourself. You kind of put yourself into a corner. Uh, you know, Rudy Gay, same thing. I mean, he had a, a pretty decent game. Uh, like you could argue who's the best player for the Jazz today. Um, and, but I mean, you can't ever rely on that. I mean, no. he's he's an he's old man, Rudy Gay. Now it's not like he's yeah. again same thing back in those the Memphis days. He's not throwing down windmills anymore. That's, that's no, not no, going to no, be no. happening. Um, so I mean, it's a. Uh, <sighs> I'm looking at them right now, and yeah, I just don't have any confidence in them moving forward. Uh, no. I, 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 again, I, I will say this, and maybe again, I'm biased because I like Donovan. Um, but you know, I, I really do think that it's a, it's a chemistry issue more than a talent issue. Uh, I think guys just aren't motivated to play right now, and uh, you know, I, I, I think Coach Snyder's a, a, one of the top coaches in the league. So hopefully, yeah. I don't think that I, I hope that this doesn't end up going. Uh, you know, on his record, and then they end up, uh, you know, taking this out on him. Uh, yeah. you know, I think he's done pretty well with this team all things considered uh oh, yeah. but i really do think it's just gonna end up coming out that rudy gobert is just such an asshole uh yeah. because i i don't know a single player in the league that likes him he's always nobody like, he, likes him whenever he's been in the all-star draft <laughs> he's like the last or second to last pick uh i mean obviously the covid thing didn't help him much uh no. and, and rightfully so um but i mean if you look even before all that, people were shitting on him, saying that he you know, he was a baby, oh, he yeah. was overrated, and, and like the stars don't like him because he's obviously he probably talks a lot of shit, uh, which yeah. is you know that's fine and all good, but uh, it seems like there's something about him that a lot of players don't like. So I'm I'm interested to see you know if this does all blow up, you know someone is gonna leak something out, and yeah. uh, you know I think it's gonna be a, a negative light on the on the Frenchman. Well, that's the thing. Who's going to trade for Rudy Gobert? Like, knowing that, like, I, I, I don't see, like, he's he's a very specific sort of, he'll fit, fill a very specific need if that's the one thing your he team should, needs. He should, he but should I go can't. to the Lakers. <laughs> Perfect. Fit. Oh, Anthony Davis, Rudy Gobert, that'd be uh, pretty, pretty tough to score against that front line. I'll give him that. But it's uh, like, I just don't know who. Who would talk themselves into picking up Rudy Gobert? Yeah. Got a huge contract. Uh, again, you, you, you've got to send back a lot of shit for him. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he, he just doesn't fit cleanly with many types of teams. Like, it's maybe, like, honestly, with, with Horford going the other way, maybe I would have said the Celtics, but you have Time Lord there who you just paid yeah. uh, to be the your center of the future. Like, there, there's... It's it's tough. I, I I don't envy the situation Utah is in because uh, even trading him, uh, which I agree would be kind of probably the best move, is not going to be an easy thing. Um, but and like, yeah, uh, we'll 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 see uh, what happens with the Jazz, but definitely don't have high hopes. And even like looking at the standings right now, uh, the the Jazz are in five, the Mavs are in four. The Mavs have a pretty easy schedule coming down the stretch. Like they play the Lakers, they play the Cavs, the mm-hmm. Wizards. They do play the Bucks, but that's the only like. Uh, and, and depending uh, on you know what's going on, uh, that's the fourth last game of the season. You know the Bucks might be shutting certain guys down yeah, at that point. Yeah. We don't know. And then they play the Pistons, the Blazers, and the Spurs. Like I could see them going on a big, the Mavs going on oh, a yeah. big kind of win streak to end out this season, and they could get up uh, to third because they're only a couple games behind the Warriors, uh, who are in third right now, who still don't have Steph and, and are, gonna, struggling. are really struggling right yeah. now, really really struggling. Um, so it could be the uh, the Jazz having to play the the fucking Warriors uh, in the first round with uh, Curry likely coming back um, and you know the, them kind of rounding into form uh, as you know the team that we saw earlier in the year and I give them no chance against the Warriors so uh, it's uh, whatever way you slice it you know I can see it going a few different ways but yeah the the Jazz uh, I'm calling it uh, I think you guys are done well we'll see a different team next year on the floor. 
Yeah, I know that I've uh, I, I I like to throw out LeBron trades because I think it's funny. Uh, so don't don't t- don't take me super seriously. <laughs> LeBron and Salt Lake. I, I yeah, it. I think I think that would be a perfect Rudy Gobert for LeBron. You know, you could figure this out because uh, you know oh who, makes who, sense. Who, who's part of that ownership group in uh, in Utah? <laughs> oh, his best buddy Dwayne Wade. Uh, I don't Wade. know. I don't know, man. Uh, something to look into. Uh, it's true. But uh, to to round off the podcast, you know, uh, usually we be ending it here, um, but. We got to talk about it. It's March Madness. We've mentioned it a little Woo. bit here. It's the final four. It's, uh, you know, we're, we're down to the nitty gritty. And Jordan, yep. I mentioned that, you know, my bracket sucked this year. And I think it's because I, like, lately I've tried to use my brain. When I fill out my bracket, I'm like, oh, this is Don't a smart pick. This is a smart pick. Just pick the fucking teams that are known. Like, if you yeah. know that, you know, the UNC and Duke, like, they're, they're going to do well. It doesn't matter what seed they are. Villanova and Kansas. This is the most, yep. like boring four teams like as, yeah. like historically like you could have like again you you could have picked the, these names out of a hat just based on like you know the the previous performances so it's like yeah this is bullshit first off uh, i'm still <laughs> salty that like my bracket was so bad this year uh but uh i mean for coach who was your last final dance, four who would you have your, who, uh, your final I had, four? so i had gonzaga and oh. Ari- arizona were my final oh, you. uh and then i had murray state it was in there murray state. i had murray state final my final four, four. And who is, the, who is the other four? The four who's the fourth team here? Uh, Auburn. I also had Auburn in there. Oh yeah, Auburn's uh, good pick. So I mean, well, uh, hey, Murray State was ranked higher than UNC, and here we are, no, UNC in the final true. four, and it's a Duke versus UNC. Uh, you know that's the first time madness. it's ever happened. It's ever happened in the tournament. Duke, Duke versus UNC. Really? They've never met actually in the tournament. They obviously wow. have, you know. Well, the, sure, yeah. Biggest rivalry almost in you know all of sports during the regular season and stuff, but uh, yeah, apparently they've never met in the tournament, which is crazy. In the Final Four, in Coach K's last uh, year, that's uh, you can't write this stuff. Um, but you know, in terms of you know <laughs> the bracket, yeah, using your brain it doesn't work. I got Annie to fill it out. She doesn't know anything. She got two of the four Final Fours right. Kansas was her pick to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, still alive, still looking good. I I, I would still pick them over Villanova. Um, she, she had Kansas beating Baylor, uh, obviously Baylor bowed yeah. out a few rounds ago, but, Early, but that yeah. one was tough, but, but still my, uh, and, and, and yeah, she, she had Duke in the final four as well. So my, my brackets in like the 96th percentile, but I can't even call it my bracket this year. So, sure, so yeah, fuck yeah. it. I, I'm not even going to try for it from here on out. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough when you actually try and pick, but uh it's it's just been great and and shout out st peter's uh what a run they had oh yeah uh, yeah I, to, I, to make it all the way i always just root for, I, I, once my bracket's done i'm like fuck it let's see the crazy teams get yeah. in here and uh you know uh the refing was pretty dog shit in that game yeah. uh for anyone who watched it i mean again as we said like we had our whole big uh you know discussion on nba refing uh and you kind of mentioned you know that college has been uh you know makes you appreciate it this happens every year. These college refs ruin games. They oh, absolutely oh. ruin them. Uh, well, well, your your Gonzaga, all those calls against Holmgren at the end of that yeah. one were pretty yeah. ridiculous. Well, uh, like to, to foul out when you're literally standing straight up in the yeah. air. It's it's crazy. Some of the calls. Uh, I mean, again, not not to totally change. The, I mean, it's still college basketball talk. But if you look back, uh, I believe it was the year uh, Gonzaga lost to UNC. In the finals, yeah. I think it was two or three years ago. Uh, yep. That game, I remember it took. It was, I think, shit, you know, I think it was like an hour and a half to do the first, uh, first half because yeah. there was so many foul calls and like all the yeah. broadcast was like, what the fuck do we even say? Like, <laughs> it's just free throws and free throws and free throws and free throws. Um, but right now, I will say it, not that I'm a Duke fan because again, like I, you get sick of the powerhouses. 
Yes. I hope that Duke wins it. I think that would be just a cool story. I think that it would Coach be fun. K yeah. goes off to the sunset because he lost. They lost to UNC the last time they played uh, this season, yep. and everyone yep. went, "Oh and his my last god!" Game, his, his final last, game. <laughs> yeah, his last, like his last game. You know, they they, they get the win here. Now he's got the redemption. They're yeah, favored I think, to win. I, yeah. I I think that they get it done. Um, I think it'll happen. And then Kansas and Villanova. I mean, you know, the that's the boring one and two matchup that uh, you yep. know uh, people kind of uh, you know get could have expected to see. Uh, yeah. Villanova is just like a solidly built team from what like you yep. know I've seen. Uh, yeah. Same, same with Kansas. Uh, I, I I think Kansas probably takes this one. Uh, you know, and it'll be Kansas and Duke and uh, Rock Chalk Jay Chalk uh, Jayhawks Rock Chalk Chalk Hawk, Rock Chalk Jayhawks. Yeah, whatever the hell you say. Uh, and, and Beaton <laughs> Wiggins, uh, they should come back for that one, the national championship. Yeah, game. hell yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's gonna be an interesting uh, you know final. But you know, uh, we'll we'll pull for Coach K here. We'll we'll let him. Uh, we'll give him yeah. his flowers. Send him off into the sunset. And uh, you know, one of the best coaches ever. Uh, I, again, talking about rewatching uh, the Last Dance. Uh, I'm trying. It might have actually been Coach K uh, when he had a, a brief NBA stint. I'm trying to remember coaching the uh, the the New Jersey Nets at the time. Oh yeah, maybe uh, yeah yeah yeah. Or, or maybe maybe it wasn't Coach K, but it, I'm actually gonna look that up. I uh, but yeah, it was a uh, it's been a hell of a run for him. I mean, one yeah. of the best coaches in North American sports history, uh, a great yeah. motivator as well. Uh, you know, he's obviously helped out with, uh, you know, the, the USA men's basketball program as well. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, you, you got to show your respects, whether you you, really, you like Duke or not. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And so, wait, Matt, is that your pick? Duke over Kansas in the final? Duke over That's Kansas in the final. That's what I got. So, pro- right. it'll probably be Villanova beating uh, UNC then in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then then I'm going to go Kansas over Duke then uh, because just, just to make it interesting, uh, even though... Eh, I would be happy if I, I'd be happy if it's, if Duke won too, but yeah. uh, my bracket would be a, a beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, fitting uh, way to end it if if Annie's pick Kansas actually pulled this one out. So uh, I, I'm kind of in a situation where I'd be, I'd be happy either way, but I, I definitely need Kansas and Duke to advance to the final. That's uh, that's what I'm, I'm I'm hoping for here. So yep. we'll see. It's been it's been a hell of a tournament. It's been great, even for just sure. to have you know we we touched on it. You, you know, Saint Saint Peter's getting historically far, and yeah. our uh, honky uh, Doug Edert or whatever his name. <laughs> Name is uh yeah. you know put it putting on a show uh i loved it so secure in the bag uh, with that b-dubs deal yeah yeah it's true uh and i just hope the games are closer than the these uh, couple yesterday they were both yeah. uh, turned out to be kind of blowouts uh, that weren't that fun so i'm excited we we've still got you know a couple a few what is it three games i guess to go and uh, it's it's been great it's been yeah. an awesome tournament yeah yeah for sure uh also uh please ignore my stupid ass comment uh earlier about the nets uh, that was, was john, john calipari oh Cal, uh, Coach Cal, yeah, yeah yeah so i uh, same. yeah same guy why not uh we'll rope him into it at least for this time but everybody <laughs> thank you so much for tuning into another episode of big dog ball talk uh it's been uh you know again another great month for us you know we're really uh we're hitting on all strides here uh youtube is coming don't uh don't think <laughs> yeah, that we forgot don't worry people uh who knows maybe we'll just wait till the playoffs maybe that's how we'll debut it we'll do our playoff yeah. preview podcast and that will that. be a fully uh production that we'll have a fucking studio fireworks cgi yeah. uh will smith will slap jordan and i on air <laughs> yeah. uh yeah, it'll, be, it'll be great don't ever fucking talk about my way uh but yeah it, it's been a great ride guys thank you so much again for all your support uh in season one of big dog ball talk uh make sure to follow us at big dog ball talk all social medias uh again everything's gonna be blowing up you guys don't want to be left behind uh yep. so, you know follow us twitter instagram uh tiktok whatever you uh so choose and so please uh you know check us out help us get yep. uh get that growth and you know help us uh, start 
start from the foundation, man. Someone's got to do That's it. That's right. So not, yeah. might, might We're well going to the moon. Trust me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Jordan knows. Uh, you know, we, we <laughs> maybe we'll get some tarot cards out. And we'll uh, we'll really see how quickly it's going to develop. So you guys don't have to yeah, wait too not? long. Yeah. Why not? That'd um, be great. Yeah. Uh, but for Big Dog Ball Talk, I'm Matt Icorn with Jordan Flegel, and as my friend Jordan always says. Uh, Matt, what's what's my girlfriend's name? Can you say it? My mm, I, which one? Uh, you know the the main one. Oh, yeah. the main one. Uh, Candace. No, no, no. Come on, Matt. Matt, what is it? What is it? Just, is, is, oh, Andy. Say your name? Oh, Andy, the one you live with. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, that one. Get my girlfriend's name out your fucking <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I just slapped Matt. We're we're together right now. I slapped Ooh. him. I got Ouch. him good. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> this is the, the greatest night in podcasting history.